Hey friends, welcome to Recovering with Danny. I'm your host, Danielle Van Kay, and this podcast is all about eating disorder recovery, being a single 30-something, navigating the dating scene, and going through, you know, an existential crisis or two. My goal as an eating disorder recovery coach is to help you start living the life you have always dreamt of. Welcome to the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode. Welcome to the festive season. It's starting. Oh, my God. It, I can't believe it. We're heading towards 2023. It's so close. Um, we're having, everyone is having Thanksgiving right now or Thanksgiving dinners or brunches or whatever it is. As a European, I am not used to celebrating Thanksgiving, but I'm still going to have Thanksgiving dinner this uh, Friday with friends, which I, it's just honestly, it's kind of an excuse for us expats to, well, because my friends are all expats because, and, and I am kind of an expat as well because I live between two countries. It's kind of like an excuse for us to celebrate with each other. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's always this thing where people feel super, super anxious and don't really know what to do. And I'm going to give you some tools and tricks to hopefully make you be able to navigate the holiday and the festive season a little bit better. Just as a little side note, uh, this is completely off topic, but I am now currently on my second week of ozone IV therapy. For those who don't know, again, I have Lyme disease, chronic Lyme disease for now, what is it? More than a decade, more than 11 years. And um, yeah, although I've done a lot of things already, a lot of IVs, this is taking me out. Oh my God. Um I, I literally, when the, the the second round I did, I so this is the second week, but the second IV that I had, I I was I was hanging on by a thread, and I am still kind of hanging on by a thread, even though I still work, coaching clients is really going well, the bootcamp girls are going doing amazing so far, um, so that's still going on. We have, by the way, we have one spot left. Someone just signed up, but I, uh, we still have to uh, schedule in an intake, but I have one spot left for the recovery bootcamp in January. So check it out on my website. If you, uh, would like some more intensive support, um, at that point, I probably will also st- have, have stopped my ozone IV therapy. So I will be fresh as a daisy, hopefully. And uh, yeah, that's basically whenever the new year, new me, Weight Watchers ads, although everyone is going to the gym, everyone want, wants to do the weight loss, blah, 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 blah. It's going to be one of those fun, fun times. This is me being sarcastic, as you can tell. So yeah, if you feel like, you know what, I need some more hand-holding throughout the new month of January of the new year, um, sign up for an intake and um, it's free. And uh, yeah, we can go from there. And I might also bring back some old programs. So if that's going to happen, I probably will share on social media, but also on the newsletter. And if I probably will share on the newsletter first. So also you kind of get a preview of what it's going to be like because the programs are going to be a little different. And so if you haven't signed up for the newsletter, do that as well. And that's all all the household stuff for now. Um, 
as of now, I don't. I might still have some spots for the single boost sessions left. I'm not sure when this drops. May I might be fully booked, but you can. There's no. Um, I mean, you can always sign up for an intake or not an intake for a single boost session, and uh, we can just go from there. Alrighty. So the festive season. Well, this is dropping on Thanksgiving, I think, day or night. Um, so. If you're listening to it on during Thanksgiving and you're feeling anxious, I want you to take a take a breather, take a moment for yourself, focus on your breath. Let's do it together, by the way. Use the 478 method or the 444 method. So breathe in for four. Hold for seven or four. And breathe out for seven seconds or four seconds. I'm already more calm. So this is what we call the nervous system switching. And I am such a huge fan of it. And I do it quite frequently because I notice myself getting more into my basically fight or flight a lot. Um, So basically you go from your parasympathetic nervous system is your rest and digest and your where, where you can think logically. That's where you use your prefrontal cortex, which is your logic brain. And you go from there's, this is where the nervous system switching is so important in recovery because you tend to go to your sympathetic nervous system, which is your fight or flight and your eating disorder self or your, and your brainstem area, that's the back of your brain. That's where you are. Let's say you go with the best intentions into the kitchen with your, your, you know, your parasympathetic nervous system is on your rest and digest. Your healthy self is like, let's get that. I don't know, cake out of the fridge. And then bam, within a couple of seconds, you're flipping back to, to your other nervous system, which is your fight or flight, your sympathetic nervous system. And um, that it's, that, that's why breathing is so freaking important. I usually use the breathing techniques in combination with the five second rule. So breathing for four, 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 or four, seven, eight. Honestly, you can customize it the way you want it to. And then in combination with that, I used to do the five second rule. So five, four, three, two, one, bam. And I used to do those things. So also apply that to the festive season, to the holiday season. And what I, there, there's going to be a lot of probably episodes dropping in the next foreseeable months um, from other podcast hosts about how to manage the holiday season. So I'm not going to share most likely any new things. I have not listened to any one of those. So I actually don't know what other people are saying. I'm just giving you the things that are basically, it's kind of blunt advice. It's very tough and honest, but I want you to know the harsh God honest truth, because I think that's going to help you more than sugarcoating everything and being like, oh, you know what? Just, you know, you have to step away, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to tell you a few things, which you might not even expect, but I think that's could be a good thing. So I think there needs to be a fine balance between setting up your own boundaries, but then also creating some thicker, thicker skin and toughening up and thicker, creating thicker skin and toughening up. Now that's something that doesn't happen overnight. That is something that goes along with exposure therapy and exposing yourself to situations where people will be 
talking about diet culture. So let's say people will start talking about, oh yeah, in the new year, I'm going to go to the gym five days a week, or I'm going to do this new diet, or oh no, I'm, I haven't eaten all day just to eat this meal or blah, blah, blah. You name it. There are so many things people could, could say. Now there's two things you can do. You can, and, and this is so freaking dependent on where you are at in your recovery journey. So if you're just starting out, I would say, you know what? If you feel like, oh, this is too much, I need to take a little bit of a breather and I'm going to the bathroom, just focus on my breath and then use the five second rule. Go back to the to the dinner and eat the damn plate. Well, I want to say eat the damn plate. Don't eat the entire plate. I mean... It's not really good for your, your digestive health, I would say, but eat the damn meal and then um, continue. And it, I, don't, I think just also realize it's just a couple of days a year. That's it. You just have to hang in there a couple of days a year. That's all you have to do. However, diet culture is not going to go anywhere. We all know that, right? I've talked about it this a million times over and I will share this a million times over because it would be unfair for me to say you know what honestly this will just I don't know be over before you know it no of course January is a tricky month when it comes to diets and um, that's always the case Uh, gym memberships you name it but I mean we all know that gyms are doing the best in January however it's still going to be something uh, that we have to deal with for the rest of our lives. Because in su- during summer times, everyone wants to be bikini ready, summer ready, blah, blah, blah. So there's always going to be things like this. So that's why I say, I think you have to toughen up and create thicker skin. And again, this is something that doesn't happen overnight. So creating, um, well, not creating, but exposing yourself to those kinds of events and those kinds of remarks are going to make you able to kind of deal with it and make it slide off your back a little bit more, well, just better, more effectively. And that's what I did. Uh, I did a combination of both. So I remember a couple of times where I, I couldn't handle it anymore, or I felt like I was having a panic attack because everyone was talking about calories and about diets and there were certain instances, well, situations where I I didn't feel comfortable at all, and I had to step away, go to the toilet, cry it out, take a little bit of a moment for myself, think, thinking and saying to myself, really giving myself a pep talk, Danny, this is your journey, your different bodies, different paths, you're re- in recovery or you are recovered, um, because actually the first year when I was recovered. Um, it was still not that easy sometimes. I, I'm not going to lie. It was still sometimes quite tough to be surrounded by people that I thought were not going to talk about diets. And then I thought, that's not the legit world we live in. And again, I lived a very isolated life for a long time because because of my illness, because of Lyme disease. So I wasn't really exposed to all of that for some bizarre reason. I thought, oh, every, everyone is going to be okay with their bodies. Everyone is going to be neutral or acceptance of their body. So I don't have to deal with that. Well, uh, guess what? That's not real life. So I was kind of surprised by that, Um, which is you could, could someone could argue that's very ignorant. I would not even argue with you on that because you're very right. That is very ignorant because like I said, diet culture is not going to go away. So What can you do here? 
a few things. You can set up your own boundaries. If you feel like someone is overstepping your boundaries and they're, let's say, asking you, okay, so what is going on with your recovery or have you gained any weight or have you lost any weight or whatever it is. Oh, okay. No edits. That was my alarm. For some reason, my alarm went off. Sorry. (laughs) This is such a sign that we're not doing any edits. Um, But I, yeah, I think setting up your own boundaries is so important and it's very dependent, of course, who it is. If it's your mom or dad or sister or a sibling, you're probably more comfortable doing that and they will know that that's just not okay to ask or that's not being well received. But when it's, let's say, a stranger or someone who you don't know very well, I would just say, you know what, I prefer for not, to not talk about that. You can leave it at that. If they will continue and continue and continue, you can be a little bit more firm and say, sorry, but I really just said, I don't want to talk about that. Is it okay that we just drop this right now? And if they will continue again, I mean, that's where you draw the line. And in the sand, you can say, okay, you can do either two things. You can just leave again, take a bit of a breather, because if people will push you, that again, you're gonna, your nervous system is gonna flip. You're gonna switch, um, and that's a very normal human be- human thing to to feel. So don't think, oh my god, what what's going on right now? No, that's on them. That's not on you. So set up your own boundaries. Um, you can tell upfront to, uh, let's say, your family, or that's also what I did to whoever it is, to whoever you're having dinner with, guys. I prefer to not talk about this topic um, and that could be recovery or weight gain or your, let's say, body transformation, whatever it is, you can set up your own boundaries up front. There's nothing wrong with that. You can do it via text. You can say it to them face to face. There's always that chatty aunt or aunt or chatty someone in there that that wants to know everything um just say that to them you know what i will talk to you one-on-one if you want that but i just don't want to talk about this topic right now because this is a very sensitive time for me and i just want to be in the moment and not think about that that's completely valid that's completely legit you can absolutely do that now not everyone is going to be as receptive and i'm speaking from experience with as someone with a dad who is someone who yeah he can he can definitely overstep my boundaries um but sometimes i and that also again taught me to toughen up and create thicker skin and also be a little bit more firm and strict with certain people and that's not always going to be easy Again, it's also kind of like a learning curve, but I think it's going to be something that you're going to learn a lot from. So overall, because I I, I think you're going to be at this point in your, if let's say if you're in recovery, at this point you might have listened to, I don't know, 10 podcasts by now, uh, just sharing all these details about what you should do during the festive season and how you can protect yourself. So I don't want to bore you with just any other topics um, or not topics, but tips and tricks and all of that. I just am sharing with you what helped for me. And that was literally a combination of setting up my own boundaries, whether that was upfront, 
um, or beforehand the dinner or the brunch or whatever it was via text or in person, face to face in real life. You can do it either way. And then also um, um, basically taking a moment for myself and, and just kind of like going away for a bit to go into the bathroom and then go- coming back. And uh, the other thing is also what's also very uh, well could be a good good tip that I used to do. Um, someone you can confide in. So someone who feels safe to you. That can be a mom, a sister, a friend, whoever it is. Uh, that used to be my mom. And we used to have like um, kind of like a almost a safe word. Whenever I felt super triggered or not okay, I just said a word. And then she knew, okay, I need to kind of like keep an eye out on Danny a bit more. Um, and I only use that whenever really shit hit the fan and it really worked well for me. And so I use that as well. But I actually would say if you're a little bit further along in your recovery, see this time of year. And again, there's just there, there are just a couple of days a year. That's it. You hang, hang in there, hang in tight. It's just a couple of days a year. That's about it. But I see it also as a very good opportunity as exposure therapy and to toughen up, to create thicker skin because you're going to be in situations more and more and more in your future adult life where, yeah, people will be ignorant. People are kind of ignorant assholes when it comes to diet culture, uh, diet talk, um, even me and, and everyone knows what I do. And even after a hard day of work where I've talked to all my clients, where I've basically talked about all their struggles. And then I go to a dinner with, let's say, a bunch of girls. And some of them will just, again, will talk about this, why sugar is the devil or why you should stop eating this or that. I'm like, oh my God, I don't want to listen to this. It's just something that, you can't really run, run run away from. And so um, even though, again, it's a combination of, I think I should win points for how many times I said again, by the way, but um, stepping away for a bit, setting up your own boundaries, um, confiding in someone, but also being like, well, creating thicker skin and toughen up. That's also something. So that's kind of like... Um, a combination of exposure therapy in itself. And yeah, you know, the festive season in itself is kind of exposure therapy. It is. It's going to be exposure therapy because you're you're going to be surrounded by a lot more food. You're going to be surrounded by a lot more uh, triggers, a lot more people, a lot more things to expose yourself to, which is a good thing, guys. It's a good thing. So, I mean, I've, I've done an episode on this as well about restrictions, all forms of restriction, event restriction. Now, this is something where you can't, 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 can't do the event restriction thing. So don't restrict because then you're upholding this whole thing of, oh my God, eating out for dinner or having a big meal, quote unquote, a big meal, any any meal can, you know, that's also very subjective. Whatever, you're upholding the fact that that should be something to be very much feared for or off. And that is just so scary. It's so anxiety provoking. And you can make it less scary by just not restricting. And I know it's hard. I know it's going to be hard. But you have to basically keep sticking to your just breakfast, snacks, lunch, snack, dinner, da-da-da-da-da. Whether you have 
a bigger dinner than normal. That's just, that's just life. That's just life. We all have those times, right? We all have those birthdays or whatever, special dinners, events, celebrations, weddings, where you will eat more courses than you would eat at a regular, on a regular Tuesday, let's say. So see this as an opportunity to expose yourself on so many different levels. I think it's actually a fantastic, very good thing to do. And I always have seen the holidays as a way to kind of see how I, how far along I was in my recovery. So I think that's also something you can kind of like look back onto and say, you know what, I, I need to work on this and this and this and this, and that's a good thing. So try to look inward and see what was triggering for you the most or what triggered you the most and how you want to go about that in your future life. And if you want any more information about that or ever any more one-on-one support, you can always contact me, but I think I'm going to just leave it here because like I said, you're probably going to be listening to many of podcasts that are going to, that are going to talk about the festive season. And I don't think I'm going to add that much more uh, because I'm just going to say the same things as they're saying, but these things were very helpful for me. And just also see it, like I said it before, as a very good thing in your recovery, as a way to expose yourself. So yeah, I hope you're having a lovely Thanksgiving dinner. If you're even celebrating Thanksgiving, we're all going to get through this time of year. It's just a couple of days a year. That's about it. So I'll see you here next week. And we're going to talk about something completely different. Bye. Hey, friend. Thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many people as possible. And if this episode supported you in any way, the very best way to show your appreciation and support me is by screenshotting and sharing it on social media. And I would find it so cool if you could leave a review as well on any platform you're listening on. If you're looking for additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at Danielle Fenke. See you here next week.